Hello and welcome to the Enneagram Typecast, where we discuss how to use the Enneagram in everyday life. We're here to talk type, rituals for growth, and staying grounded, open, and curious in the process of self-discovery. I'm Lee Milligan. And I'm Karen Burley. And we're both professionally trained Enneagram teachers in the narrative tradition. We're so happy you're here, and we want you to feel like you're chatting with friends. So settle in as we offer what we've learned, some personal stories, and general nerding out about all things Enneagram. I'm Lee Milligan, and I lead with a type nine. I consider myself a social nine, nine wing eight. And I am Karen Burley, and I also lead with type nine on the Enneagram. I'm sexual dominant, um, then social, then self-pres is my stack, and I lean more into my one wing. Great. I didn't realize we were both self-pres last, so. Oh, yeah. No wonder we can't get our (laughs) shit together for this podcast. (laughs) Just kidding. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. So I'd like to just like introduce ourselves and say a little bit about who we are and um, how we came to the Enneagram. So I'm happy to go first. Uh, Cool. I'm Lee and um, I'm in Portland, Oregon. I came into the Enneagram. uh, I was actually at a conference and a friend introduced me to the Enneagram and she's like, oh, have you heard of the Enneagram? And she's like, I think you might be a type three. I'm a type three. I think you're like me. And I didn't know her very well. And I took that as a compliment. But I was also like, what are you talking about? Um, So then I sort of did the standard thing of taking a quiz online. And I actually tested as a one. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, ended up taking several other quizzes and getting more books and sort of just getting really interested into it that way. I didn't have any other friends around me who were into the Enneagram, so I was sort of learning at my own pace. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, man, it'd be really nice to talk to people about this. So I found the narrative program and joined uh, some classes on there that were all online. Everybody was meeting over Zoom. And that was a really cool way to you know, hang out with cool people who are also interested in what you're interested in and, and, and learn it. So that's how I kind of... That's my Enneagram story up until now. Besides hopping around the wheel and trying to land on nine, I did not find um, my number as easily as some, but that's a very common story and there's no shame in it really. Um, Like I said, I I started from a a one spot and then I definitely dabbled in four, um, which I believe many nines do sometimes. Uh, And then eventually, yeah, once I figured out I had a a little bit more of an eight wing flavor to a nine. I was like, oh yeah, wait, this works. And, you know, obviously taking many, many classes and and reading lots of books helped solidify that as well. How long did it take you uh, between learning about the Enneagram to doing your training? And how long did it take you from identifying as a one to then start identifying as a nine? That's a good question. I was probably doing that own little self journey for about two years before taking any sort of formal classes. And I probably spent about it almost a year as a one. Um, I'm trying to figure out if that timeline adds up. So definitely when I entered into the narrative first class, I listed myself as a sexual one because that was (laughs) my only way of making one work for me um because that's like right when I like learned about subtypes not to get like too deep in the weeds but um yeah I led myself a little bit astray but then I found my way back um and then I've been living happily as a nine very securely for like a year 
welcome (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's nice it's nice do you want to talk a little bit about how you got into the narrative and the Enneagram yeah so I'm also in Portland Oregon but like Lee said we met online through the narrative Enneagram uh, training program I the first time I heard of the Enneagram also kind of classic was someone else telling me I was a six And they didn't know my inner workings very well, although I'm sure I was presenting with six-like qualities at the time. And I looked looked it up briefly, thought, okay, I don't know, and didn't really look at it again until a few years later when I was um, I was in therapy I was finishing my master's program in social work and coming up on my life crisis of what am I going to do in the world how am I going to leave school and um, know what I want to do know how to serve best all these things and it was probably only two or three sessions into working with my therapist that she brought in the Enneagram which I was super stoked about because on the drive over to my session, I was listening to a podcast, uh, You Made It Weird by Pete Holmes, a <laughs> comedian podcast, and he was talking to a guest about how much she loved the Enneagram and how she used it with her therapist. So when my therapist moments later brought it in, I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> and um, very different. I think there are, are two different experiences that I hear commonly with type nines. One is what Lee shared, which is that it took forever to to land, and I saw seeing myself and seeing ourselves in all the types. Um, my experience in this space of really trying to be self aware and, and be seen in my therapist's office was she uh, went through some of the types, and I thought, yeah a little bit of two, maybe some six. And then she read nine and I just burst into tears because I felt like Mm. it hit home for me. And I felt seen in this way that I I hadn't really felt before. And I got really curious, started reading things, started finding podcasts, started trying to understand more um, about myself, but then also about the system. And for me, it was also about two years before I ever did anything in person, any sort of training. I think that's kind of part of why we're starting this podcast, because so many people learn on their own. And we're now coming together, having this experience of coming together, learning together and seeing how powerful it is, wanting to invite people into learn with us and learn alongside us. Um, so yeah, it took me a couple of years before I went to a training, um, did a few trainings before I finally hired my very own Enneagram coach, um, Abby Robbins, <laughs> who I worked with for, I'm still working with in some capacity, and they really encouraged me um, to follow my desire to do more intensive training. And so that's when I got to fly out to California and do six full days of training through the narrative Enneagram. Um, And it was intense. I did not know (laughs) what I was in for and it cracked me wide open. It like, I felt all the things I felt so seen and held (laughs) in a group in a way that I did not understand was possible. And it just made me all the more excited to keep going with this work. And at the time, I still didn't know exactly how I was going to use it. I just knew that um, the framework has so informed how I see myself, my relationships, um, others in my life. It's taught me to so many things. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to get into it on this podcast and uh, help others see themselves with kind of 
brutal honesty at times, but also a ton of compassion. And I think um, our background in the narrative and also, you know, practitioners that I enjoy working with are, are bringing so much compassion to this work because it can be really hard to look at ourselves clearly, especially if it's for the first time after mm-hmm. a long time of identifying in certain ways and really realizing like, no matter how hard you identify with a type, that's that's not even you. That's not who we are. We're so much more. And our type is really how we get stuck. So yeah, I'm so excited yeah. to dive in more. Yeah, me too. I like what you said about sort of the Enneagram coming to you at a certain time in your life. I failed to mention that I was going through a huge breakup at the time also when I started doing the Enneagram work. Um, and I think that happens for a lot of people. So I think, I mean, even though the Enneagram I feel is growing in popularity every day, um, it's it's growing in, in interesting ways, sort of niche ways, um, sort of lighter, you know, the Instagram ways, which are fine. I, I, I just want to, I feel like the most I've gotten out of, especially working with the, uh, the narrative folks um, and even my local mentor, Dale Rhodes with Enneagram Portland, is just like having conversations and real talk. And um, I think that helps you understand types so much more. Um, you can read all the books, which I have, but um, you know, <laughs> it's those little conversations and, and places where you come to understanding, you know, just a little tweak of a lens or, you know, just that pure empathy with another human uh, and what they're going through on any given day. I mean, we're all very fragile little creatures and um, we put up a good fight, but like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do with this podcast was just get into a having a place to go hang out with friends and talk about the Enneagram. So you quit annoying your partner or other friends who may not be into it. <laughs> but also, um, yeah, learning in a way that that really helps you understand it and breaks it down because it, it can be like, on the surface, a very simple system. I was never attracted to like many other typing systems. But uh, this one really worked for me. And it really drew me in because it does start off really simple in theory. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the next level, you can go into it. And then you can keep going. Um, yeah, so. yeah, I think just to highlight that I really do find people, people find it at the time when they're able to take it in. And that's not to say people don't get bombarded by their excited friends um, too soon. <laughs> but I, I think of it as planting seeds. And then if for the folks who are really going to get a lot out of it, who do end up going deeper with it, um, you have to be in a space where you can really look at yourself and really that sometimes that's because you're falling apart, like in relationship ending in life transition. Um, this is when people come to coaching, come to therapies when they're um, willing and able to, to do something a little different. And that's what the Enneagram is all about is to show us how we've been doing it and how that isn't, isn't working for us so that we can make more conscious decisions around how we want to move forward I, I love this because I, th- I think, yeah, we're on the same page. This is why we're doing this together, which is we want to bring this alive. We want to bring it to life. It's not just a description. I, I, I've i started posting on Instagram a bit and, and connecting with folks who are like, oh, I'm a this type or, oh, cool, I've heard of the Enneagram. And I find out quickly that they see it as this um, single dimension of how it puts them in a box and how skeptical they are of the system or over-identified and as the common saying who I, I don't know who it's attributed to but it's, it's the Enneagram doesn't put you in a box it shows you the box you're already in and the way out mm-hmm. so 
that's why we um, want to have these live discussions, real conversations. You'll start to hear it, our types come through just in the way we talk, and maybe you'll start to hear it in the people in your life, which can be uh, difficult if you don't have a place to share about that. So that's why we're inviting you in to learn with us and to know we'll, we want to kind of be your friends who talk about the Enneagram, and we welcome all of your thoughts and questions. Yeah. I think now would be a good time to speak to what exactly the narrative is <laughs> as, a, as a perspective or a, a teaching institute for learning the Enneagram. I found the narrative um, through my mentor who's like, I was like, I think I want to learn more. And he's like, well, you can go here, 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 here. He's like, but I highly, really recommend the narrative. And here's why. And it's the same reason I would recommend the narrative for somebody. Uh, you learn or I learn through people's te people telling their own stories and just listening to a whole bunch of t same types, different types, and then seeing the structure come through. You, like you said, you're breaking out of that flat, one-dimensional, like, type twos are like this. And you're like, no. And then you listen to 20 type twos tell their own personal stories, how their structure showed up in their life, and just how they're living day to day. And it's so multifaceted so much more well-rounded and um it just the learning never stops right because um each each extra type that you encounter it's like it's building on that story so um, yeah and I think it's great how it comes through like the themes are there but the individuality of the family structure that people come from the cultural factors the experiences that they've had have been informed by type but it is so unique and really the enneagram teaches that our type is as our what our egos over identify with and our essence is unique and all of us have extremely multifaceted individual experiences in this life and so while connecting and knowing that other people see things um, similarly to you or may operate in, in a similar way, it's also so helpful to see how, uh, how separate, you know, how different we see the world as well, that it's informed by our experiences. Mm -hmm. I also like that the school is really open to evolving things. So nothing is like this is clearly defined and nothing, nothing will ever change and this will always be. <laughs> um, so carrying that on as a student of them, I feel like I can talk about and speak and teach the Enneagram in the way that I've learned it, like the base structures and everything, but that we're always open and curious. And this can go into so many aspects of life. Um, some people really relate with spirituality, um, some somatics, and then, um, you know, there's certain things you, you take and certain things you let go on any teaching. Um, so I like to come into it really open. Um, I'm not religious, so I don't have any sort of that slant. Um, I was raised in a Christian household, but, um, I do not identify with that. I, I'd like to make the Enneagram, um, here where we can teach it just like more open, uh, more inclusive language. Um, and then, yeah, just keep building on that. Yeah, I got I got so excited to learn about the Enneagram. And what I started finding was that so much of it um, was imbued with like Christ language, Christian language, which didn't connect for me. I grew up Jewish. I'm, I am Jewish. Um, I am not particularly religious. And the spiritual side did really well, more and more, it's drawn me in. At the beginning, I was uh, pretty, you know, fairly skeptical, more interested in the psychology elements. And mm -hmm. Um, now very interested in the somatic elements, the body-based stuff, which we're going to get into. Um, but I think I found it so powerful. And then I felt a little bit 
left out of some of the conversations because the language um, I, I've learned to allow it to work for me at times when people have, have great things to share and the language shouldn't get in the way. But sure. like Lee said, we're both coming at it from a non-religious, non-dogmatic uh, space where if the words that we're using, we're going to try to describe them more than just label them. And we hope that you continue to like find words that work for you or find understanding in the framework that doesn't come from some place that's fixed and um, set. Yeah. Um, I want to mention too, if you uh, just name the folks that um, started the narrative and also name some of the other influences um, that I've been learning from, because sometimes uh, some perspectives are, are different and that's okay. And so we'll sometimes bring that in. So we're not purely narrative, but that is our both of our foundation. Um, the Narrative Enneagram, which you can find more out about at narrativeenneagram.org. Um, they used to be Enneagram Worldwide, um, mm-hmm. and I think you could still get there from that link. But it was founded by Helen Palmer and Dr. David Daniels, um, and I'm not looking at the history. It's been around a while. Uh, but Helen Palmer was one of the first people who um, actually went to court and got legal rights to teach the Enneagram after having it only taught in um, small circles in a lot of like deeply spiritual spaces and and some religious spaces so helen palmer and david daniels founded the school um core faculty are renee rosario peter o'hanrahan chris copeland and terry saracino and i've also um had the privilege of learning from marion gilbert um and as lee mentioned i also have been mentored by dale rhodes here in portland oregon and worked closely with Abby Robbins, who just wrote the book, The Conscious Enneagram, and is a wonderful book. Yeah. Yes. And then I'll just name, um, outside of the narrative tradition, I'm currently enrolled in this year-long program with Russ Hudson and Jessica Dibb. Um, they do teach some things a little bit differently. Russ Hudson co-wrote The Big Blue Book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram, <laughs> and many others with Don, um, Don Rizzo. And so sometimes, like particularly when it comes to the instincts, and there are other language pieces that um, Russ uses different language, and, and I sometimes connect more with that. So we'll try to credit our teachers as we share. And also sometimes some of this is just going to be, as Lee said, conversational, what we've observed about ourselves and others, and take what you want and leave the rest. Yep, 100%. <laughs> hang out with us and stay tuned i'm i'm lee milligan you can find me at enneagram typecast on instagram and karen where can people find you yeah find me at at karen burley on instagram i spell karen c-a-r-y-n we're gonna put it in the show notes um and we'll talk to you soon great bye That's a wrap for this week's episode. As always, I'm Lee Milligan. And I'm Karen Burley. And we hope this episode expanded your Enneagram knowledge. If you enjoyed hanging out with us, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a review to let us know what most resonated with you. And you can always find us on Instagram at Enneagram Typecast. Stay curious, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Enneagram Typecast.